up, we're on location at Dark Harvest in Anaheim, California. From HAN, I'm Philip, and this is day 43 of our 61-day Hauntathon, where we're counting down to Halloween by visiting a different haunted house every day here on the show. Today is Thursday, October 13th, and there are only 18 days into Halloween. Today, Dark Harvest is in a new location in Anaheim, and we dropped by to speak with two of the partners about this year's event. Here we go. My name is Adam LeBlanc, owner of Dark Harvest Haunted Attraction in Anaheim. After two years of being at Frosty's Forest in Chino, we decided to come back to our stomping ground. So the narrative this year, we decided to go with the, an asylum-themed narrative with our antagonist, Dr. Bodkin. And you know he's doing experimentations on some of the patients here. And so we have a few show moments to highlight those different things that he's been doing to the patients. So I partnered up this year with Dave Larson from Pirate's Cave Productions, and he has been a extremely huge help getting some of these show moments in the real life. So I'm trying to get to that point where I'm not doing just so much of the boo scares. Tell me where you would like to go with it. Like, what is what is next year going to look like three years from now? I'm trying to get uh, an audience, organic audience, mm-hmm. that would follow me, akin to maybe something like what Jeff from Sinister Point would do. Yeah. You know, bouncing around. Yep. Trying to get a, a building, you know, at least out a building that we can, you know, be like 17th door where you don't really have to keep tearing stuff down. Tearing it up or bringing it down is, it's a lot of work. Yeah. It's very it's very exhausting on me, my family, and the people that help me. So if we can find a place like that, that'd be that'd be great. That we can set up and do maybe, you know, an escape room or do something yeah. for different holidays. So that would be like my ultimate goal. My name is Dave Larson. I ran the Pirates Cave Haunt for about 22 years, and, and this is our first year as a professional haunt working with Adam and a Dark Harvest. I was in charge of basically three show moments. The first is the reception room. Second one is we call the elevator waiting room with the yep. barrels. Yep. And the third one is the elevator itself and the mine shaft that follows it. Which one do you think is the most interesting or challenging? Well, the, the one that was the toughest this year was the elevator waiting, waiting room with the barrels. We have, I think, about eight different DMX lights in there. Yep. And also the DMX is controlling the fog machine and the geyser and then the elevator as well. First of all, for people listening that are not watching, can you explain what happens in it and then we'll go through some of the, how you built it. Yeah, the room is supposed to be a waiting room slash storage room in the asylum. So these clowns like to hang out there and smoke and there's a lot of chaos going on, of course. So they see the tourists or the investors coming through and they realize that these guys might be our ticket out of here. So they hassle them. They got a plan they're gonna hatch to take the people upstairs with them. But then the security guard arrives and thwarts their efforts. So the one guy says, well, if I'm not going, no one's going. He takes a cigar, dumps it into one of the barrels and the the room explodes. And tell me like, mechanically what's happening in that to to make that happen oh wow you know first of all it starts with a a soundtrack you know a scratch voiceover and then sound effects you get the timing right and then you drop out the scratch voiceover and you have the actors come in and and get their timing right but then of course you have all the dmx light sequencing with the different colors we have two different fog machines that go off at different durations and different colors and then also there's a switch in there that starts that sequence but then they evacuate that room and there's a second switch at the elevator that starts the second sequence that runs the elevator and all that runs from one sequence controller both scenes it's a flex max so it runs a DMX and it runs yep. like 18 different outputs 
and uh, sound, and it yeah. runs our, our video screen in the elevator and our fog machines, yep. stro strobes. It's, it's a great yep. piece of equipment. Yeah, so also people listening to the elevator, you walk into the elevator, they shut the door, you know, then you get the actual rumbling moving to the elevator. Mm -hmm. There's the little screen you can see, so you can see it's going down. So, and, and the elevator is a, is a piece that you brought, and then you worked into the storyline here, right? Right. The elevator was brand new last year, and everybody loved it. So we're figured, trying to figure out a way how we could bring it back and integrate it into the story that we had here, and we think it fit pretty well. Yeah. So what do you think about kind of the future of where this is going? Because I know this year this was a partnership between you and Dark Harvest. Is this something you're going to be doing more, working with other haunts, or you went back to the home haunt, or how is this? No, I think we're we're over the home haunt. You know, we had a neighbor complain, and the, oh, we were really? doing it for, we were okay. doing it for 22 years. We had. 5,000 people go through last year, and we just got too big for the neighborhood, so yeah. it was understandable. We had some complaints, yeah. so we moved out of that, and uh, we, I, I always wanted to try a professional haunt, yeah. and this arrangement came up with Adam. He needed some help, so we came in and helped him out. You know, my specialty is tech, yep. sound effects, editing. Yep. It's not really the building and things like that, so it was a good mix of uh, different talents to put this together this year. Is there anything else that you think is important that I didn't mention or bring up? You know, we changed our name to Pirates Cave Productions because I, I love the tech. So I've actually developed my own custom Peekaboo controller box that has a lot of electronics. It has an external amplifier and four channels of audio. And I'm excited about that to bringing that to Haunters next year and uh, providing just the tech. I find that a lot of Haunters struggle with sound effects, lighting, computer control things. They just run out of time. So I would love to be, be able to provide those services yeah. to other people. Tell me where people can get tickets and tell me when yeah. you're open. So we will be open from now until the end of the month. Next week we are open Friday to Sunday. Tickets are available on darkharvesthaunt.com. Today's episode was produced and edited by me, Philip Hernandez, with post-production by David Swope and original music composed by Chris Thomas. We're counting down to Halloween with daily podcasts, videos, and events in our 61-day Hauntathon. Follow along at the link in our show notes. Our Hauntathon is made possible through generous support from Gantam Lighting and Controls. Gantam illuminates attractions worldwide with the world's smallest intelligent spotlights. See what you're missing with a free demo. Sign up at gantam.com demo. That's gantam.com demo. Our Hauntathon team includes Daryl Plunkey, Emily Louise Rua, Megan Spells, Gavin Burns, and Omni Adventures. Our partners for this year's Hauntathon include Sharp Productions, HorrorBuzz.com, ScareTrack, TheScareFactor.com, and Hauntopic Radio. The best way you can support us this Halloween season is by sharing our Hauntathon with someone you think will enjoy it. And to follow along to our Hauntathon, sign up for our weekly newsletter at HauntedAttractionNetwork.com. We'll catch you back here tomorrow and every day until Halloween. This is a Haunted Attraction Network production.